This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is surprised we're both still awake. Everybody and welcome to episode 169 of Movie Drone. I'm the King of Portsmouth, Steve. I'm the Queen of Sitting Bourne, Mark. <laughs> I wanted to see what he's going to go. Yeah, I'm the Ace of Spades, Mark. No, or, no, or the Jack of Hearts, Mark. No, Queen of Sitting Bourne. Queen of Sitting Bourne. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, mate. How have you been? It's been a week, mate. It's Is been it? a week. Yeah, I've spent most of the hospital. Okay. I've seen. I did. I didn't yeah. want to laugh then. Sorry no, about that. No, I've seen um, the pits of the NHS. Right. The deepest, darkest pits right. of how bad it is. Right. And I've also seen the best of the NHS this right. week. Okay. Two extremes, mate. Yeah. Two extremes. Broken system. Some lovely, lovely people. And some real um, people. But yeah, other than that, mate, <laughs> I invested in some light bulbs. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, we got down to one in the kitchen out of four was going, struggling to see my fingers when I'm cutting. Right. Because we're ripping it all out, I was like, light bulbs are expensive now, mate, aren't they? They're all I mean, LED, I'll tell you what they? I struggle with, yeah. actually finding the right one. I want all my light bulbs. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm a bulb expert, mate. I tried to replace a halogen bulb the other day. Yeah. It's impossible, isn't it? G-U-10? I don't I, G20, what do you want? The little sliding one? <laughs> no, it was just like a round one, like a bathroom one, but I couldn't find a halogen one anyway. They're all LED. They yeah. don't do an equivalent. Oh, not allowed to sell halogen anymore, mate. Oh, you're not? New. That's what it is. Yeah, oh, sorry right. about that. There you go. I looked yeah. at that for weeks. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, no, all LED now. So they're quite expensive. So I was like, I don't want to spend all that out on bulbs that are essentially going in the bin. Turns out, mate, kitchen, I can see it. <laughs> Did it? I was like, I only put three in, though, because those packs are free. I didn't want to buy yeah, all four. Um, but yeah, I can see again. I can see. Um, I nearly got arrested this week as well, mate. Um, God, God food, food police were in at work. Food police? The food police, uh-huh. yeah. Um, You've I, been stealing again? No, I had some lunch. Apparently right. it wasn't to their smell taste, I suppose. It stank <laughs> the office out. They weren't happy, mate. Uh, 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 you can't take stinky stuff into work, I didn't work, know it was going to be that stinky, in fairness. But well, uh, I'm going to have to ask. What yeah. was it? It was a, hang on, porcini mushroom and truffle pasta. Go again. Porcini mushroom and truffle pasta. What the fuck are you eating that for? I saw it in the box. I thought, that sounds all right. But it, it doesn't, in. though, does it? I, I thought it did. It doesn't, though. All the doors are open. All the girls are walking around at work going, Ugh, uh, <laughs> uh, what are you eating? Uh. Food police were in full what swing, What does it smell of, then? I mean, I hate mushrooms. Well, it always. turns out when it said pasta, it was more macaroni cheese. So basically feet. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I ate it. It was all right. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, but, yeah, the next one behind me, she went in, did her food. It stank as well, but apparently that was an acceptable smell. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm not allowed to have that again. Okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, it yeah. sounds disgusting. Yeah. Other than that, had a dog again to look after. You did, yeah. That thanks. prick likes to wake up at five o'clock, doesn't it? <laughs> well, not normally. No, it sits at the end of the bed and it just cries. Oh, no, that's because it wants to come on the bed. Yeah, it's not allowed on the bed. No, that's why he's crying, yeah. unfortunately. He likes to spend the last, uh, the last couple of hours of the morning 
in yeah. bed. I like to. I did politely ask him to piss off, <laughs> um, which he wasn't keen on. So at five o'clock, I was down letting him out for a wee in the garden. Oh, yeah. We was having a little rough and tumble with a ball, <laughs> trying to wear him out a bit to get him back to sleep. Right, but yeah. Oh, that's exactly. No, that's what he wanted. Yeah, I'm afraid. That's what he got. Right. So you know, okay. he's a guest. Okay. He, he gets to choose. It's his prerogative. Well, no, yeah, he, he would have preferred to have uh, crashed out probably till about ten o'clock. Fussy Save fucker, though, only with his treats. You gave me a plethora of <laughs> treats. I will call it um, big bag. Right. And he knew exactly what ones he wanted out of that bag, yeah. and I had to go through nearly all of them until <laughs> I selected the correct one. It's annoying, right? It goes. Uh, I knew someone who used to do like do this, and uh, it's when they're like young, they just take anything, don't they? Yeah. And then they get to that age where they start to sniff it first, yeah. And then they start to turn their nose up. I used to know someone who used to smell all of his food. A human, really? Yeah, he used to like pick it up, like, a lot of sandwich, and smell it before he ate it. That's a bit weird. And anything, like a sweet. Smell it. But yeah, we went through the whole bag before he found the one that was acceptable to him. Good. Yeah. Good. Other than that, mate, that's it. What? What have you been doing? Nothing, really. Come on. I mean, I've got to explain the start. I'm the king of Portsmouth. Right. I went to Portsmouth. Done something that's not in my character, really. Got a bit carried away mm. on my great self run. Okay. Done my 10 mile run. There's a lot of people doing it for charity. And uh, there's a lot of people that are giving their days to come out. And I decided it would be a good idea to thank those spectators as I ran around by clapping them and saying, well done, for some reason. Yeah. Like a bell end. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they was all cheering me and that. And then you know what I'm like? If I do it to one and someone else up the road sees that I've done it, I've got to do it to them. Yeah. So I spent the second half of the race thanking all the spectators for turning up. <laughs> You melt. <laughs> you don't like talking to people, no, mate. No. I don't know what happened. You just got carried away in, in the, the euphoria. That, yeah. <laughs> so all these people had like given up their Sundays to come and watch. They hadn't now a day. They had gone, what's going on over there? <laughs> Wandered over to Barry and gone, go on, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what happened. I, I honestly do feel like a tool. But, you know, I made some people's days. You oh. should see the joy in their face when they got thanked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I became the king of Portsmouth. Everyone loved me for a little bit. <laughs> they obviously don't know the real you then. Well, no, I, I, I was sort of the king because I was waving like this regally I bet they know, was all like he's a nice bloke wasn't he <laughs> little do they know <laughs> no I bet they was like because one put the woman would turn to the man and go that's a nice bloke wasn't it and the bloke would go like we would yeah. oh, what a fucking belly <laughs> what a mouth. So, there you go Yeah, I feel a bit ashamed <laughs> of doing that but anyway it was a good run Yeah, thanks for all you the people right. turn up wow I did for the first half second half I was waving <laughs> too everyone. busy waving <laughs> watching walk, Jill running yeah, past walking around, around. Uh, yeah so that's me mate oh, that's good alright yeah. so you got any thanks this week mate I have mate I've got thanks to the lovely ladies Mel and Weens to Chris Watt Spoiler Piece Theatre Little Nick St Paul's Film Cast Right Stuff Reviews Nate's Daily Wager The Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast what should we watch? Nerd Revert, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Ronnie Castle, Forza Crowd, The Movie Journey, The Horror Returns, and Podcast HQ. Thanks very much to all those lovely people for the retweets on Twitter. I've got the special thanks this week for people who have gone the slight extra mile. So I've got Jill, Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Glyn, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, LJ Human, The Legend That's Ryan, Ben and Paul from Film Busters, Ian McIntyre, Jamie Irwin, Mr. Positivity and Eric from WTM. Watch this movie, that was a mouthful, for your reference podcast and The Contrarians. Mm. Had a lovely mention on WTM the other day. Did we? The guys were uh, having a little chat about uh, Jill's shoes, selling her marathon shoes and yeah. stuff, and obviously me stitching you up. 
with Ben, so that yeah. was very nice of them. Thank you very much. It was a great recently seen. Yeah, they'll be able to talk about your um, rotting timberlands yeah. next week, <laughs> won't they? <laughs> they might do. I haven't had any negative feedback on that. No. I was waiting for the feedback to come through, but uh, I haven't had anything. Oh, really? I must love it. Yeah. I must love it. Get a pair of shoal in the soles in there, mate. that will be good for a few years. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Have you uh, had put any thought into Glyn's nickname yet? Why? Glyn wants a nickname. He wants, like, the legend is Ryan or the lovely, oh, lovely he? Miriam. He's a little bit upset he hasn't got his own nickname. So we need to work on it, mate. <laughs> I mean, Put does he really want it. us to do a nickname for him? This is what LJ Human pointed out. Right. Probably not the best idea to ask someone. <laughs> but we can work on it, Glyn. <laughs> just have a think about it, Glyn. Yeah. And if you really want one, then just be prepared for yeah. what comes out. You let us know. Okay, no worries. So thank you very much, everybody. Yeah. Mate, you got a new promo there. Come and knock on our door as Forza Crowd welcomes you to Season 2. Oh, my Lanta, this will be fun. Prepare for hilarious hijinks with your friends Bradley. I was with the bellboy, keeping him busy. Cameron. Yes, you have crow's feet. No, the mirror is not glitching. Allison. It's like having Jessica Fletcher right here in the kitchen. Dylan. Don't underestimate the importance of body language. Mrs. Halverson. Back in the old country, I used to provide conjugal to our local boys in the pokey. And our narrator. He's dressed like he walked out to Forever 21, even though in a few years he'll be suddenly 42. You don't want to miss a single moment of all the men I've slept with. You could start a hockey team. Force Crowd, a sitcom available on a podcatcher near you. Here we go, that's Forza Crowd. Yeah, you're a bit warm two. there, mate. I have just turned my fire off, me, yeah. uh, me, me heater. Yeah. He's a bit hot, mate. I've got a yeah. nice big jumper on. It's seven degrees outside, though. Yeah. That is getting cold, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, thanks for the heater there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm burning up a little bit. So yeah, that's Forza Crowd. Season, season two. two. Yeah. Hey, how about that? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, people know, because we mentioned last week, we've got Ryan on tonight. Yeah. The, uh, the writer, creator of yeah. that. I've got a confession to make, though, mate. Go on. I haven't started season two yet. Okay. And the hospital fucked that up for me today. Right, okay. I had it saved from a visit because I had a day off, going out the hospital with the missus for the day. Yeah. Um, kept like wanting me to go places and do stuff. I took my little headphones with me. I had all my podcasts. Oh, here we go. Lovely, jubbly, jubbly. No, can you come to this room now? Can you come? <laughs> Want me to like get involved and stuff? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Sort of mugged me right off. Okay. Got a pack of KFC crisps and my drink. I was all ready to sit down and sort of listen. Okay. Need to get on it, mate. All right. Well, so sorry, Ryan. It was planned for today. Plans went to shits, mate. Okay. Well, I'm sure you get a bit of time tomorrow, won't yes, you? Yes, I'm off yes. tomorrow, so I'll have a listen. So, everyone, please, if you haven't uh, listened to Forza Crowd, go for the first series first. Yeah. And then, obviously, jump in on the second. Meet all the great characters. Yeah. yeah. So, there we go. Yeah. All right. Yes. Go on in, mate. Play it. Welcome to the Mark reads some film lines in some similar voices, and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag, what's that? There we go. So uh, I don't think I'm going to be too good at this tonight, mate, because it's late. Okay. It's it's very late. Excuses are coming in. Well, no, I had to do one of my early ones at work yesterday, so I had to get up at half past 12, half past midnight last night, and we're... What, half past ten? Well, Jill ain't long been round here, mate, and she did allude to the fact you might have been having a power nap. I mean, I did fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Woke up with a dog on my face. It was lovely. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, so what's that film? Yeah. Who got what and what was it? Really should start writing down what it was last week, mate, because I just had a little panic, but I've remembered. <laughs> it's Twister. It was Twister. It was Twister. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got two fives. Yeah. So we got Jill and Adam. Yeah. 
Um, I didn't give it away. No. Jill watches that film probably a hundred times a year. Yeah, she got it on and her own. And that's why I think that I should have got five because right. I recognised that line, remember? And okay. So, uh, yeah, I should have got it. Should have got it. It's always on in the background. Yeah, well, Paul at work, he got four. Right. Emma and LJ got a two and Sean bowled in with a one. Right. I don't believe Glyn's listened yet because he don't want to do the Bond spoilers. Okay. Let's go back and do whole episodes. Okay. There we go. I did tell him you go to all this effort of writing all these show notes up so people know weren't interested, mate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all that effort I'm the only one who reads them and laughs at them <laughs> well this could very well be Lynn's uh, nickname mm. maybe we should think about something like that oh, yeah. mm. but uh, yeah <laughs> we know one reads the show notes you are correct so mate so what you got for us this week here we go then you yeah. ready five yeah. points what's the feel Mr Riddle was watching you Mr Riddle is 87 oh I don't know. No? No. You sure? Should I know that? Oh, I would have hoped so, but here we go then. Mate, if, yeah, go on. All right, four points. What's it feel? Linda, if this is a joke, I'll kill you. <sighs> oh, dear. Now I feel... Now, now you're making me feel like I should get it. You should get it. It's late. Yeah. No. Three points then, mate. Yeah. What's it feel? He had the blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. <laughs> Probably not the best impression. Is it not? No, I should have gone a little bit more theatrical with that. Right. One. The devil's eyes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No? No. Two points then? Yeah. What's that feel? He came home. <laughs> I'm, not ki- I'm not killing it with the impression tonight. No. No. I'll be, okay. be honest, Honestly, mate. I don't know. He came home. You can keep saying it if you like. He came home. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I've got, a, I've got a, this last one. There's a word in it, right. and we don't say it like that. Right. So I'm going to try and do it the proper way, but right. I keep fucking it up. But for one point, then what's that film? Was that the Boogeyman? Uh. <laughs> Was that the Boogeyman? Uh, you're an embarrassment, uh, mate. You're an embar- You've let yourself down. You've let the whole podcast family down. Is it- yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to give it away. Anyway, yeah. we'll discuss it next week. Okay. Yeah, okay. Not the biggest lines you're saying? Is that your problems? Not good impressions? <laughs> I mean, all of the above, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not one that I uh, that I watch all the time, as oh, we know. Okay. But there we go. Okay. So I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there's a few fives there, mate. I would hope I'm sure so. there is. Okay, so please let us know what you think you got mm. um, and what you think it was yeah. by DM, please. Yeah. Okay, mate, moving on. Yes. This is... Mark's mail sack. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, don't know where we are with I this. need them. Do you? Need them. Oh, you're going to burn through some quick, you know. So you're going to be a begging tweet, is yeah. it? Yeah. You ain't forgotten no one, have you? Uh, you will upset no good, people. No goodens. No goodens. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go through and make sure we've yeah. done them all otherwise people will stop sending them in Mark yeah. <laughs> don't rank them <laughs> so uh, yeah so how can people send us questions for our forthcoming episode they can get us on Twitter or Instagram which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com okay someone's taken the plunge they have this is the next section this is the section that we love to call question, question time question time Question time, time for the question, question time. 
there we go. So this is a uh, question, horror question. Did you realise uh, it was pointed out to me that we've uh, done our Halloween episode <laughs> one week before Halloween? Uh-huh. And Halloween is actually on a Sunday uh-huh. this year. Uh-huh. And we could have actually released the Halloween episode on Halloween uh-huh. for probably the first time or well, the only time for mm-hmm. many a year. Why break tradition, mate? <laughs> Why would we want to do that? I don't know. I don't know how we how we missed it, but uh, brilliant, good, eh? So we've actually well, got. A... I tell you exactly how we missed it. You've got no interest in what <laughs> happens and leave it up to me, and I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's how it happened, mate. Oh, there we go. So we've got a horror question, yes, as well. So who's it from? What's it about? It's from our guest, Professor Horror Ryan. Sent it over special. Special like for this episode and simply wants to know, what are your five favourite horror sequels? Okay, right, brilliant. Mm. So, uh, so (laughs) I still can't believe we've done that. But uh, what have you got then, mate? Horror sequels, eh? So not normally the best, are they? No. Um, A lot of the time, sometimes these franchises, these horror ones go on a bit too long. Mm. But uh, there has been some good ones. Yeah. What you got? One I'll get some stick for, mate, but I don't care. Conjuring 2. Boy. I liked it. Did I liked you? it. Enfieldy sort of thing. First sort of meeting. I was at that. I was at that. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. blimey, governor. There's a ghost <laughs> in my ass. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, my it? ass. That one. <laughs> I quite like it. Right. I quite laugh. I found it reasonably creepy, and I like the introduction of Valak. Right. Okay. There we go. Not so much the uh, thingy man. What's he called? Slender Man or whatever. Right. He is. Okay. But the Valak bit. Yes. There we go. All right. So I've got Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Shopping mall. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. I always think about that. Like that film always made me think about where I would go in a, in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Shopping mall's got to be great place, isn't it? Imagine yeah. being locked in one of those. Yeah. Maybe not round here. Maybe not the Forum. Okay. That wouldn't be so good, would yeah. it? Or like the Pentagon Centre well, in. Well, they Chatham. got a CX, so we got some DVDs and that yeah. to watch. I mean, that's it. Yeah. But uh, I'll have the vape shop. Yeah, you would, yeah. yeah. I think I'd probably start vaping again yeah. if, if there was a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So oh, Costa. Yeah, We're doing all right, mate. Blue water would be better. Yeah. That would be a better place, yeah. wouldn't it? All right, so yeah, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. That'd be us in um, the forum trying to get over to the light, wouldn't it? When they do that bit oh, where they yeah. go to get the ammo, but we'd be trying to get over to the cinema. Yeah, oh, that'd be good. True it? story. Yeah, well done, mate. Number four for me, mate, Scream 2. Okay. Right. Didn't mind that one. Didn't mind. I like the way it played off of the original one. Okay, right. Or... The original one where the parody would stab, yeah. Um, coming off the original story, yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. Okay, new one coming out soon yeah. in January. Not too sure, mate. Not too sure. Are you not? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Okay, it's just called out. Scream, isn't it? Yeah, weird, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? And it's coming out January. Maybe yeah. they should have done that around about yeah, Halloween. They're planning it as good as that. <laughs> uh, Evil Dead 2. Oh, cool. Great right. choice. So yeah, I do like that one. A little bit comedy in that one, though, isn't there? But um, yeah. but I think that that one's a, a, a great film. Okay, number three, I got Dream Warriors. Okay. No, you weren't a huge fan of no, it. No, not great. No. Um, but I enjoy that one. Ryan's done an episode. On he that, has, mate. Yeah. Uh, Retro Cinema Podcast. Okay. Check it out. I will do. He's on that. We'll do. Yeah. Okay. So my what number three is it? Yeah. Final Destination three or five. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't quite make my mind up. What's the one with the sunbeds? Uh, three. Yeah, good one. Yeah, good yeah. One. So, uh, yeah, I quite. I mean, I quite like the idea around that. That was a good one on my three D telly when yeah. I had that. Yeah, it was the only one that had like the three D that came out when there's on the bridge. I don't think it was one of those uh, aforementioned movies, but uh, but yeah, it was good. That was a little um, 
whatchamacallit, a little fad, wasn't it? The 3D telly thing. <laughs> yeah, it lasted day. one yeah. film. Yeah. Never mind. So my number two, mate, Exorcist 3. Okay. Quite like that one. There's right. a good little jump scare scene in that one. Okay. I think that's an actually good one. I mean, I haven't hospital. watched it a lot. Got to be honest. No, yeah. no. Not, Second not one, three. pile of shite. Yeah, mate. that's what I mean. I think I sort of, I haven't seen it. I've probably only seen it once, Exorcist no. 3. Worth a rewatch, mate. Okay, right. My f- number four, is it? Yep. Devil's Rejects. Watched that this week. Yeah, no. Well, you watched, you mentioned it last week yeah. as well, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that you liked it. Um, yeah. I still thought that you didn't, actually. I don't think we had the conversation until last week that yeah. that you do like it now. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I do like them. They, yeah. are, they are quite nasty, but yeah. very good. Cool. My one, mate, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? I love that film. Do you, would you want to be stuck in a shopping mall? Yeah. Well, you would. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's another place, isn't there? Do you remember I said the uh, the science centre looks good? Yeah, yeah. It's a good place, I know yeah. where to meet you, mate. Don't you worry. I'll <laughs> be you? there. Oh, no, I'm going to go Blue War. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my one is Daddy of All Sequels for me. It's Friday the 13th, part two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I absolutely love that. I think I'll probably watch that before I watch Friday the 13th. Okay. Um, and I think that's why I love it so much. It's the better one, isn't it? When, yeah, when I, I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I think that a lot of them will do have redeeming features, but for me, Friday the 13th Part 2 is the one. Yes. All right? I like it, mate. Okay, right. So, I mean, the people, any horror fans out there, or anyone who likes that, please send in your uh, yeah. your horror sequels. Top five, please. Yeah, Okay. So it wouldn't be Halloween on Movie Drone or a week before Halloween in our case with yeah. our bad planning again if we didn't have our friend, the amazing Professor Horror, Ryan L. Terry, on to discuss a movie, horror movie. Yeah. How have you been, Ryan? Oh, uh, thank you so much for having me back on, Stephen Mark. i doing pretty good. I, uh, I love how we've uh, come full circle. Uh, back in 2018, it was, I was the first guest on your show. It was the first time that I had guested on a show before, and I uh, love uh, just uh, everything that's happened since then. Uh, your, your podcast has been a success, and, and so I'd like to think that uh, I played a little part in that uh, <laughs> three uh, three years ago. Yeah, and we so, like to uh, think that we launched your career, so there you <laughs> yeah. go. <laughs> uh, now, I mean, you say full circle, though. We're only halfway there. This is only the second in the series, so we're going to have to have you back for the third one. And by then, we'll all be mega superstars. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we might, we might we be. Might. You might be on your own, Mark. So, uh, <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, so, I mean, you've been busy. Um, we know that uh, you've you had a lot on your plate and you were launching uh, your uh, amazing sitcom podcast. I don't know what we call it now, but uh, four's a crowd. It's gone from strength yeah. to strength. Season two is just starting. What are the chances of that? Did you plan that to actually uh, start at the, uh, this time of year to come on here? The uh, the whole idea behind four's a crowd, and, and I think I touched on this back when we... Um, when we talked about New Nightmare, but the show hadn't the show hadn't launched yet. Great episode, by the way, you guys. Even though uh, um, Steve and I disagree on it, but <laughs> it's still a great episode. So go back and listen. So I the idea behind Forza Crowd is to follow a typical TV schedule, or I should say, a, a classical TV schedule, mm-hmm. uh, in hopes that you know the right person just happens to come across the show. They hear it. And they're like, that should be on TV. And so that's uh, the, of course, the idea is ultimately to have fun. However, it would be nice 
if uh, the right, you know, ears would mm-hmm. hear the show and decide they want to adapt it for television, in which case the show was already set up to follow a typical half hour you know, TV schedule with the season starting in the fall, you know, September, October timeframe, mid-season break at Christmas, come back in, you know, January, February, and then run until May, June. So, so I, I want to follow the typical TV schedule so that way it uh, you know, can get picked up logistically. Obviously, there's a lot more to force a crowd than the logistics, but that's the structure yep. that, uh, I, uh, you know, that I follow uh, because you know, I hope that one day somebody does want to adapt it for the screen. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we played the promo about 10 minutes ago, yeah. which you would have heard. Um, I can't say we've got many Hollywood producers following us <laughs> or listening, but you never know. They never know, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. need a Hollywood producer. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm uh, planning a trip to Germany in March, and I'm going to be visiting a place or an area region uh, known as Gorleywood. I, if I German listeners, if I'm saying that incorrectly, I apologize. My friend Leon, who I'm visiting over there, he'll uh, he'll probably correct me. But it's their uh, it's their Hollywood because, uh, as you guys know, uh, a lot of European film production is centered in Germany. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, the, the Gourley Wood, as they call it, which is their Hollywood. So, so I, so I don't need a Hollywood producer, a uh, Gourley Wood, or somebody from the BBC who wants to expand their programming. So, hey, you know, there, you know, could be, could be a listener on there that's in the right position to adapt it for TV. We don't have mid-season breaks on ours, though, Ryan. <laughs> do we? I don't know what that's all about. I remember yeah. the first time I watched an American uh, American program and it sort of broke for a mid-season break, and I was like, what the fuck is this? You <laughs> know what I mean? So, well, we only hey, do six episodes, don't we? I got I to gotta recharge and uh, write more scripts. That's yeah, what I'll I suppose. I mean, the thing is, they don't realise that people like me just like forget that it, they had actually seen the first half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we just forget about it. <laughs> but there we go. So, no. So, Forza Crowd, second season, as just uh, just kicking off, um, I mean it's it's great, it's good fun. We enjoy it, yep. um, and uh, I know Mark's a, an avid listener. Um, he will explain to you um, that he's uh, he's missed the first episode, unfortunately, because he he uh, he got running around at the hospital. Okay, I I call bullshit because of he was consistently the only person that I would hear from who was giving a shit because the show was delayed or late. Yeah. And so I, my feelings are kind of hurt that you're giving me such a hard time that our show was delayed and coming back on air. And then you haven't even seen the first episode of season two. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear my reasons on the episode, Ryan. The missus was in hospital today. I'd saved it for my hospital visit because I was going to be spending so much time waiting in the waiting room. I've got myself <laughs> a little playlist. You're in there. You was keeping me company. I have me headphones already. And they've had me running around from one specialist to the other, to one waiting room to the other. I didn't even have well, chance. Well, the best medicine. Yeah. See? So you should have been. Oh, should, I would have you, been, you, but you, the doctors, put, oh. they kept. In, oh, they're not on board with it. No, they kept interrupting. I was trying to get stuff done. <laughs> and then they're out. Cool. Can we see? We need to go for this scan, that scan. Ruined my day, Ryan. But you can join me in the morning at work. How's that? Okay. And actually, when uh, this episode airs, uh, see, uh, episode two will be out the next day. So. Uh, so by the time this airs, you'll have two episodes to listen to. And the episode that's airing next week is our, or this week as the show yep. airs, is our Halloween episode. Uh, it's a murder mystery. Ooh, so a very, Releasing so a Halloween episode on time. Or, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we got a late start. So uh, there's only one episode and then, oh, Halloween. So, um, but we have a new cast. Uh, that, yeah, I won't go into all the uh, all the details, but mm-hmm. we had a little bit of uh, hurdles to mm-hmm. to jump over. Uh, but uh, the end result is a uh, almost an entirely new cast that I'm very excited to work with. Uh, many voices are voices that the Potter family is used to hearing. I, I have veteran podcast voices uh, on the show and a couple of returning cast members, so everybody will remember them as well. As long but as Mrs. Alverston still, right? Uh, she, we uh, we do have a new Mrs. Halverson, right? And uh, you've uh, heard her. Uh, it's Linda, who you may know from Cage's Kiss or Bed okay. Moms and Broom Flicks, uh, uh, Video Rama, and just brings uh, just that that Mrs. Halverson's energy that we know and love. Yeah. And so it. Uh, so you know, if you are out there writing, creating, shooting uh, your TV shows, films, and uh, you encounter some hurdles, you know, go through them. You know, don't be detoured. You know, you can make it through. It could be tough. You may have to make some uh, decisions that you weren't anticipating on making, but make those decisions and just keep pressing forward uh, because I'm very happy with uh, with where the show is, even though it did mean, yeah, you know, getting started a you know, month later than we were hoping to. So what you're saying, Ron, is basically I should sack Steve. <laughs> restart season two please do mate please do please do we saw a film we have mate we saw a film it's currently six out of ten on imdb is an 18 one hour 45 minutes long builders and horror thriller with a synopsis of the saga of michael myers and laurie strode continues in the next thrilling chapter of the halloween series weird synopsis it's eh? weird 20 million dollar budget mate so far grossing 55 million this is directed by David Gordon Green, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, Andy Matichak, Will Patton, Thomas Mann and Anthony Michael Hall. This is 2021's Halloween Kills. You must have a killer clip. Okay, so great clip there, mate. Thank so you. well done for that one. Yep. Um, nice and short and sweet. So uh, normally, as you know, Ryan, we do go to the guest, but recently I've been asking um, for Mark to uh, to give his uh, opinions straight off. Mark, what did yeah. you think of 2021's Halloween Kills? I thought it was acceptable, mate. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go any further either way on it, but I thought they've certainly taken... The Michael Myers character a different way, right. um, more Jason-esque, I would say. And I don't think it's going to set the world alight. It's full of plot holes, but I just I felt it was an unnecessary bridge between two films. So my biggest question really is why? Right. Okay. Why did I they? love that, Mark? Because that is my question too. Why this film has absolutely no purpose at all. And I like it even less than I did when I wrote my review. The more I thought about this film, the less I like it. And my opening line of my review, which read, Halloween kills the momentum of H4O, 
is all too precise because it really does. 2018, as I like to call it, H4O, uh, was really was phenomenal. Nobody expected it to be that good, and it was. I, I've seen it several times since then. Uh, it's not my favorite sequel. I think uh, you know it, it was for a time, but then over the last three years, I'm back to H2O being my favorite sequel with H4O, a very close runner-up. Mm -hmm. uh, so... This one, there's just no purpose. This is, I watch this movie. I'm like, why? Why? There's, this movie does absolutely nothing to advance anything. We're not advancing, you know, the character's needs and wants. We're not advancing the plot. Uh, you know, the brutality is amped up to an 11, albeit it's got a comedic touch. I like that we're, you know, getting a little bit of dark comedy in there. But to your point, Mark, uh, holes everywhere. And that's in a genre that is known to be full of holes. And yet the plotting is a complete cluster that, again, to your point, Mark, serves absolutely no purpose. This this sequel should not exist. Go on in, Steve. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> let's just go for a couple of things. So uh, written uh, by Danny McBride again, yep. Kenny Powers. Do you know Kenny Powers? Yes. Mean, east down and bounce. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that's good for me. I like him. Obviously, Bloomhouse um, and originally going to be shot back to back with the first one. Yeah. Apparently, but they decided to see what the reaction was to the first one mm -hmm. first. So there's a few little bits on the front. Then now this film, or it's, it's a tale of two halves. I think for me, mm -hmm. half of this film was written exactly for me. Mm -hmm. The actual um, killing, um, and as you said, the brutality that's amped up. That is me all over. Yeah. That part. Oh, that's I, totally you, Steve. When yeah. I was watching, I'm like, this is coming into this discussion. I'm like, okay, I don't know where Mark's going to be on this, but I know Steve's going to love the kills because that's what he loves most in a horror film. Steve doesn't even care about the plot. Nope. He doesn't care that it's a artistic masterpiece. He nope. just wants to see the kills. Yep. So I knew <laughs> that you would love the kills. Now, beyond that, yeah, the jury was out on it, but I knew that you are going to love the kills. And, you know, I'm giving the film a very hard time, and I, I think it earned the hard time that I give it. But I I did like the cre the creative touch to the kills uh, with the posing of the bodies, and so yeah. I, I, I did like that. I mean, I mean, we'll get on to, obviously, the story um, or, or the lack of, I suppose, later on. I mean, it's a, it's a tale of two halves for me because I love that part of it, but I thought that the other... The other bit and the, the story that they have in it and the way that it actually went was pretty dire. Um, so it will drag it down. But, I mean, even the opening scene, I think it's been caused a bit of a stir in America, hasn't it? The firefighter scene. It has. And I... Uh, I mean, not the actual, I, the, opening, the opening scene. The opening scene, yeah. we get Jim Cummings, yeah. which is one yeah. of our favourite... Uh, our favourite actors, so we obviously have that little build-up and that little homage uh, and all of the original sort of... Um, I like the little nod to Loomis as well. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Well, we get, yeah, we get I some like bit. that, I, and I haven't heard anybody giving the CGI a hard time, and I and I hope they don't. I, I like seeing Dr. Loomis. Act, to be honest, one of the highlights of the film. I know... Uh, you know, that Donald Pleasance, you know, has, you know, been, you know, passed away since I think uh, 98, because it's right around the time that H2O came out. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but I, I really like seeing him. And I I think it was just, uh, just the right amount. The, the scene that's been causing quite a stir, Steve, and, I, and I'm glad you brought it up, because 
you know, prior to seeing the film, so I don't know where, it must have been at the, maybe coming out of the premiere or any film festivals that it, had, that it was screened at, there was a petition uh, floating around, you know, because with the, the, the brutality of the firefighter scene and, and I was asked what I thought of it. Uh, this is prior to seeing it. In my opinion, and this is what I tell my students, uh, when it comes to uh, sex, violence, profane language, if it dramatically pays off, then I have no issue with it at all. It's when you have gratuitous uh, sex, violence, and language that does not pay off dramatically that I have a problem. I So going into this, I was like, gee, there's a petition going around. This must be just, uh, just absolutely reprehensible. But when I saw it, it's like, oh, this is why there's a, a, a petition. And, and I'm all for law enforcement. Thin blue line, people, you can at me. I'm very supportive of law enforcement and first responders, the good ones. I know there are bad apples, but I'm, you know, I have law enforcement in my family and it, that's not the only reason why. I, I think it's very important to respect the law, even when you don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. But that's when you get creative and you advocate for positive change. Mm -hmm. So if anybody was going to be offended by it, I certainly fall within that group. And I wasn't. It was not gratuitous. Was it violent? Yes, but it's a horror film. I, I, I don't really see the problem with it. I, you know, because nothing pays off dramatically. So I can't even use that argument. Nothing in the film pays off dramatically. It's just kind of there. I, I don't know why it was causing, you know, such a problem. Mm. I've seen this twice. Have you? Yeah, I've been twice. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like me for a Halloween film, especially after the last one, because I didn't particularly uh, go for it as, as much as you guys, did I? Because no. I thought it was a bit too story-orientated. But after the first watch, I went again. Yeah. Yeah. He had a I, chainsaw. I, I can see why. a chainsaw. Right? I can see when he put, I mean, they call, um, we call it a paddy bike at work. Right. Um, like the... Um, Disc cutter. Right. And he rammed yeah. it into Is that what front. it was? Yeah. So a disc cutter, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was a disc cutter. Right. Um, but I was just like, Steve is going to love... St and then you had certain kills where, like, the light tube went through her neck. <laughs> and I was like, this is Steve yeah. to a T. Like, it was just... Um, I think, though, that scene was the first part where it started falling apart a little bit for me with regards to the actual storyline. Right. Um, and this is the sort of... The making Michael Myers totally indestructible. Right. Um, normally they sort of end a film and there's a clever way he's either come back or he's escaped or something. He's in a metal filing cabinet in a burning building and you're just like, he never getting out of that. Right. He never getting out of that. Like these guys have got these suits on and he's, oh, it's all right, I'll climb out of this. It'll be fine. I'm not going to get burnt or anything. They burnt his mask. Yeah, right. he's melted his mask a bit, but <laughs> I mean, he's going to have melted his face, his hands. And this is where I think the, level comes with me with the Michael Myers character. Jason, you accept he does get into some funny thing and he comes back and he's almost mythical, isn't he, Jason? Um, like you can't work out whether he's supernatural or not. Michael always seems to be, when you look at the timeline in the stories, he's mortal. Mm. He, he clearly's not. But that, do they not allude to a sort of supernatural edge to him to, uh, towards the yeah, end of this? that's kind of in. We get yeah. rid of the whole brother sister relationship, yeah. uh, which if you if you remove that from H two O, it plays out great. I, I still don't know why H two O had to be retconned as well, but whatever. So um, so we get rid of one, you know, ridiculous uh, kind of 
piece of the mythology over time, and we just exchange it for another. Because he is supposed to be the most mortal. I say Leatherface is the most mortal out of yeah. all of them. But then you've got then you've got Michael, who is superhuman. Yes, but superhumans are not immortal. Superhumans can be burned, and it it does take him out of that realm of reality because later on in the film there's the whole uh absolutely bonkers idea that the more you defeat him the more you injure him the stronger he gets i mean who the hell came up with the logic be uh, behind this i would buy that with freddie but i'm not gonna buy it with michael i mean my the, guess would be danny mcbride yeah. but there you go that's <laughs> part of what makes michael terrifying you know is the fact that he is a legitimate sociopath. And so that's what makes him scary because he doesn't feel supernatural. He does feel like somebody who could be lurking around your neighborhood, or at least he used to, in, in, until this abomination of a sequel. Yeah, it sort of jumps straight in. So we, we get the um, scene, one of the, it's fairly, I mean, quite a brutal one, a weird scene. It's like two old people playing with a drone. Yeah, I, I don't get the, <laughs> I don't get where that sort of come out from. Um, as if this old couple would sort of have a drone, but it that sort of. Are you saying old people can't have drones, no, Steve? I'm so, I, I, it just didn't fit for me. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of them. Maybe it's an American thing. I don't know. Um, arthritis tends to get in the way of being able to control it in, in this country. But um, yeah, it's more about that. That scene was actually one of the most brutal in there, and. Um, for me, watching that, there you had the the light stick when he stuck it up her yeah. neck. Um, but it was the fact when he was ramming the knives into the husband, he said, the dying wife, it. yeah. And that for me was just like I, I don't know where that came from because I hadn't had it in numerous amounts of of previous films, and and that scene was pretty. Hardcore. I was, really I was struggling with motive. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't get the motive. No. I enjoyed the visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get the motive in, in, in if, why it was If this that. was a... That's because there's no motive, Steve. There's right. No, there's no motive for anything right. that happens in, in this sequel. Yeah, right. like I was like, if this was a standalone slasher yeah. with just a, a sociopath killer, yeah. then great. But because yeah. it was a Michael Myers Halloween film... I needed something more. I think this is a great film. Take his character out and just put a sociopathic killer in. Do you think that this film would have fitted in earlier in the series? Is it because that the, the the one before this, and I know that you really liked it, Ryan, because of the the story arcs and Laurie and and all that. Is this one so bad to you guys because it doesn't fit in this sort of chronological bit? It fits a little bit when they didn't really have stories. Before. It doesn't. It doesn't fit in because it doesn't strike the right tone. Okay. Uh, one reason why H two O, despite the fact it's got a Play Doh mask, so we'll just get that one out of the way. Yes, listeners, I know Michael's mask is made out of Play Doh and H two O. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, it work. It works because H two O is the film that best struck the same tone and pacing as the original. Small cast. Uh, we have one primary location. We have some kills, and the kills are good, because in the original, what, we have, uh, what, one, two, three? We only have three kills. Four kills, maybe, if I'm you know not remembering mm -hmm. correctly, so it's not very many. And so, so H2O, uh, it strikes all the right balances, and it's very thoughtful. 
uh, everything down to the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, Janet Lee, famous for the psycho shower scene, is in there. So mother daughter scream queens in there together. Janet Lee even gets into the car with a similar car that she drove in Psycho, same license plate, and there's like a few bars of the psycho shower scene, uh, psycho shower score and then we have that great moment in which michael and Lori come face to face on both sides of the the door that has that round window i mean those seven seconds in which that scene happens has much more thoughtful content and purpose than an hour and a half of halloween kills halloween kills just doesn't strike the same tone the same pacing the same anything the only thing the only you know similarity between halloween kills and halloween 2018 H four O and the original is just that has Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. Beyond that, it, it shares nothing in common with anything else. Do you, do you think it's um, harmed itself by being a continuation story? Because normally, like, well, I don't know how you make three movies out of a single night. That's part of it. That's part of the problem. There's just no way. There's not enough going on to make three movies out of a single night. So what do you do when you don't have enough? You create this whole mob subplot, which is bonkers. It was the stupidest thing ever. It makes zero sense. And, oh, I hated and what's the sad mob. is like you can tell that they're trying to like comment on coronavirus and mob and misinformation. You you can tell that they're hopping on this bandwagon, which drives me crazy. It's like, let's get back to telling good stories. Who gives a fuck about your personal ideological agenda? Let's get back to telling good stories and then you creatively get that in there but no we're gonna we're gonna try to be hip and smart and relevant and uh edgy and you know tiktoky and we're like we're gonna all these fucking buzzwords that you hear all the time we're gonna we're gonna try to be that we're gonna we're gonna be woke horror and this is what you get you get a film that's a complete clusterfuck <laughs> and you you spend a 45 minutes to an hour on this mob and there's no payoff and the whole co social commentary on the current state of affairs you didn't even execute that well it's completely lost because everything is just so ridiculous i don't think he likes it steve <laughs> i think he's brilliant that he doesn't i, I really do um so uh yeah I, this is the, the half that i didn't like i didn't like the mob bit i thought that spending the time it felt a little bit like it too for me with like all the the characters yeah. the younger characters i didn't need the comedy mayor in there either well and all them bits and the little bit with the extra sort of psychopathic guy who went out the window and <laughs> yeah. evil, evil dies tonight charm. serves no purpose and no. i'm like this poor this poor poor you know, gentleman who is in an institution because you know clearly you know he does uh, he does need help and he doesn't look a thing like Michael. For one, he's not wearing the mask. Michael always wears his mask. He's hunched over. Well, he's oh, like we see him without it a bit later on, but yeah, we get there. Well, he's like four feet tall. This guy <laughs> running around the hospital looks nothing like <laughs> Michael. And but we're to, we're to believe that this mob. This angry mob right out of uh, you know, uh, you know, Frankenstein marching to the, uh, the, the the windmill. We're supposed to believe that they all think that this guy looks like Michael Myers. It's like if you were going to do this, at least pick another inmate from the institution that kind of has the same what body build. 
but it's not even close. It was like twins. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's the only way I can describe it. Bang on, actually. That's really good. Um, so, yeah, so, I, I mean, I didn't look particularly like that. I didn't like the character. I thought it was all very, very amped and over the top. And as I said, it was like a tailor to ask me. We did get a good bit of makeup when he jumped out the window. Yeah. I did enjoy that. I liked yep. the fact he was twitching yep. at the end. Yep. Got to be honest. That, that it's was a in really good makeup effect. It was good, yeah. We have a lot of, a lot of practical effects, and I, I appreciate the practical effects. I'd say most everything we saw was done through optical, practical, mechanical effects. Maybe there's some puppetry in there. Like, like I, I love all those elements because it does it, it does feel like you can reach out and touch it because we have real light bouncing off of real objects into the camera lens. So it got all that right. And and that's something that, you know, in its defense, that horror fans have been, you know, you know clamoring for is a return to practical effects. And so I, I do like that, you know, we do have that in there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just wish it had been executed through a better story. See, I, th- I think there's some good executed scenes in there, um, and there's some terrible executed scenes. I mean, I didn't get the point in getting all the old lot back together, sitting them in a car, and then clearly they was all going to get murdered, but yeah. it weren't. They was all bumbling idiots. <laughs> But then you had the other scene, which I really enjoyed, with um, the daughter and the boyfriend in the house. Right. And he smashes his head in the stairs and stuff. I thought that three or four minute scene was brilliant. I mean, the the one that was straight after the car set piece where he we had the elongated scene where he was uh, just walking after the woman. And then you got the the long time of him just breathing, looking Mm. for her. I thought that was an ode to the old school. The cat and mouse bit. Yeah. When you have the cat and mouse scenes, they are great, which is I think they could have got rid of this whole riot, evil die tonight shit and turned it into a a cat and mouse bit where people are out hunting him, but less riot-esque. So they're all on the lookout, more people on their own, more chances for run-ins. Right. Um, I think that would have worked a lot better. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we got some some silly kills as well, like when when he when she was shooting the gun and he oh, the, the door and it turned. Me. I mean, listen. Oh, that kill was funny. <laughs> uh, the uh, the couple in his house. Yeah. And so we see the picture of them, uh, you know, posed and you know, uh, in that picture. And then when you saw how Michael had them posed in the bedroom, it was like it was like they were in the picture. I like that. Those are great moments. The cat and mouse great moments. And so, uh, you know, we do have some good scenes. It's just a lot that's not. It should have dialed it back some. There's beauty in simplicity. Mm. And I talked about that in my class this evening. One of the films that I assign my students to watch, uh, because we watch Suspiria together. And then I always assign films um, that they watch out of class and then they either write about them or we have an oral discussion. And one of the films that I signed, because I just finished my lecture series on Italian cinema, was The Bicycle Thief. And a couple of my students did watch it. I was kind of surprised, to be honest. And one of the comments on The Bicycle Thief was how simple it was. But there was beauty in the simplicity. And that's what's missing in here. It's too complex. It's too over the top. It's too hashtag extra. So we should have gone back to something a bit simpler, which is why H2O works so well, because it is simple. And 2018, there was a lot going on, but it still felt intimate because we did spend our time with this core group of characters, uh, primarily 
uh, Laurie Strode's granddaughter. But then there's just too much going on in in this. And ironically, I wish with this film, a Halloween would end. Mm. So it's one of them. Um, I mean, you mentioned we talked to Ben Halloween H2O. He pointed out the nuances in Michael's character, which I, in fairness, I'd never warmed to. And I've been spending time going through watching all the old films, taking note of all those. And I think this one tried to sort of move the character forward a bit more, going thing like with him setting the bodies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that little play bit he done. But I, I think they did sort of progress his character, but I think they also sent it backwards as well with this manicness to him and the way he's just killing everyone and everything and making him indestructible. But I, I, I think they've done him some good and some harm towards mm-hmm. the actual character himself, right, take the film out of it. Because I am enjoying actually taking a closer look at Michael and what he does and his traits. With the um, character, so I, basically to let you in on a secret, I was ready to write my review saying how um, Laurie Strode is being turned into Ellen Ripley and like this badass sort of like um, uh, female character. That's exactly the way that I thought this was going to go. We didn't get much of Laurie in this at all. She did nothing. Michael, 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 this, Michael, oh, Michael, 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 (laughs) Michael. That is all we got. And then she was just like, she was forced to be in a hospital bed the whole time. Like that is not the Laurie Strode that we have come to know and love over you know, the last 43 years. And now granted, as you get older, you can do less, but the spirit is still there. And it was the spirit of Laurie Strode that was sorely missing. And the and like the comedic bits about not being able to get out of the bed so fast and like my sacroiliac is hurting or my bunion is acting up. They weren't funny. It's like they're trying to be funny with that, but it it's not because it's not earned. You know why? Because that's not her character, regardless of the iteration that we're looking at, except for maybe Resurrection, but that one is worse. So this is not the worst Halloween film. Resurrection is the worst. Uh, so, but that that's not in her character. And Laurie Strode isn't a raving maniac. You know, perhaps... Her PTSD was better expressed in H2O, but we do express her PTSD, you know, still believably, a little exaggerated, but it's a film after all. You know, we're we're supposed to exaggerate. It's like real life, but edited. So we we do explore it um, fairly, but then the Lori from H4O to the Lori of Halloween Kills, that's not our same Lori at all. So I just didn't buy any of it. And she was just relegated to a side character in the background who was just, uh, I don't know, the sounding the alarm. Like, that's not Lori at all. The character has been completely, you know, misinterpreted and and really done a grave disservice. She did get me a dead arm, though. What? Because I said, Mrs. has obviously had an operation, so right. she had her belly cut open. Right. Laid in bed for like two weeks doing nothing. Was there an alien in there? <laughs> no, unfortunately not, oh. Ryan. But yeah, she's oh. she laid in bed for like two weeks and I was doing like maid service and that. I was like, look, she's Did had she her stomach. Did she have a stum- bell? No. Did she ring a bell? No, just oh. shouted. 
Um, <laughs> but I was like, look, she's had surgery. She's up an hour later. She's running around after a serial killer. You want to get yourself up out of bed? And then when she sort of got injured again, she was like, see, she's got up to her. <laughs> well, I mean, it sort of took the story that I didn't like from the first one okay. and sort of took it away, sort mm. of nullified it in this one, which you'd think would be good. But the, as I said, replaced it with something that was a little bit worse. I've got to be honest, I didn't really like the, the mob bit, didn't really like the other customers. Judy Greer was in it quite a bit. And her Christmas sweater, still wearing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Or her uh, Christmas jumper. Yeah, she yeah, a jumper, yeah. <laughs> so she was in, did you like her performance, everyone? Yeah, yeah. I... I yeah. With what limited resources and purpose they gave her, I thought she did uh, a good job. Yes. Okay. I didn't much like most of them, right? If I'm honest, I I think this suffered from not having a lot of characters I gave much of a fuck about, right? Okay. <laughs> um, I I would be happy to see the end of any of them, right? Yeah, okay. I, I don't you know if see. we're allowed to talk about the ending here, so I'm not. Yeah, gonna... you chat away. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay, don't so worry about it. We ruined that, James Bond last week, so don't worry about that. That, uh, that kill wasn't earned emotionally. Like that should have been a kill which really gets you mm. and like it it should rock you to the core uh well maybe that's being a bit generous it, it should at least you know affect you we'll, mm-hmm. we'll go there so you should feel some kind of emotional effect with that kill and there's nothing because at that point i didn't care about any character in this movie at all Agreed. it's just they're none of them are likable not even the granddaughter. In fact, her, her boyfriend, ironically, was more likable, even yeah. though we all hated him yeah. <laughs> in the first one. But now he is like, oh, I actually kind of like this guy. So I, that's kind of weird how, how he had that. But anyway. His kill was my large, favorite as well. Was it? Yeah. I really, no, really like that. likable characters. So when she died, I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's our motivation for... Lori and Halloween ends in which Lori will probably die. Cause I, I think uh, Mike, Mike and Oscar mentioned this on, um, on their talking about the movie before it came out and that somebody was going to die. And, and, and we definitely have somebody who died. It was, it's not Lori, it's her daughter. So now we've got the motivation, but none of that was earned. I didn't feel anything for her at that point. And it's not the character's fault, it's the writer's fault. The problem with this movie is the writing. It's it's not the directing. I, uh, David Gordon Green is a very gifted director. It, it's the writing. It is just slapdash writing at its best. It is, is paycheck writing right here. And it's like, I don't think Danny McBride needs a... I mean, we all need paychecks, but I don't think he's in a position to where, Oh my gosh, I, I got to like, I, I need this check. I haven't been writing in forever. No solid career, but this totally feels like a phoned in paycheck screenwriter. Yeah. I mean, he must have a passion for, for the, the sort of horror films. It's like Chris Rock, wasn't it? With spiral. Mm. Um, he's obviously got a passion for it and we didn't think that it actually yeah, that worked. Suffered by bad writing. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that yeah. um, it's unfortunate that, um, that people that even though they've, they've probably seen the films and think, Oh, you know what? I can do that. And, and, and clearly they are struggling yeah. and it's affecting the films that they probably love to watch. Um, so do you think that we're going to get what I expected this one to be an aliens esque ending 
for the film with Laurie and her, uh, her becoming Ripley. No. Uh, no? She's, I agree with Ryan. I think she's dead. Oh, I think she probably will, yeah. Um, but, I mean, is it going to be like Aliens of Haddersfield? No, I've got, I've got the prediction for you, mate. Right. The granddaughter is going to be the hero of it all. Right. And then she spawns a new series of films. <laughs> she is the new oh, Laurie that's Strode. right, because the world can only be saved by pretty teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I think the only way because they know so much more than the rest of us that they are incredibly enlightened and the only ones who can save us from our own destruction. Is it going to be called um Halloween Millennial? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 don't give us millennials a bad name. That's Gen Z. That is all. That is all Gen Z. Right, <laughs> right there. <laughs> well, I mean, you mentioned that the, the score and the sets and, and the, the, the music, etc. That was all really good, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it all looked really, it really looked good. looked a decent production. Yeah. And I love the uh, the original old school credits again. I think we had that on the, the last one, yeah. didn't we? They were really good yeah. as well. Yeah. Loved all that. It was, it, was, it was bits in it. I really, I, love, so I know we've mentioned him. I love seeing Jim Cummins at the start. <laughs> um, it was brilliant seeing him in it. I think he's great. And there was there was plenty of positives in it, but I think there was too many negatives weighing it down. And the biggest one is not having a story in a fucking film. <laughs> At least put a story in it. Okay, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you both hate it. I don't. Yeah. I don't hate it. Right. It, it, okay, it just felt like one of those Halloween films that just was stuck out. Cause, I mean, they've made a buckload of money off of it, and they will continue to make a buckload of money off of it. So from then, it's probably a success. But I think everyone's pot committed now, aren't they? So yeah. they've got to see the third one now. Yeah. So, you know, and do you think there'll be many people who don't see the third one because of this one? Oh, no. No, it's, exactly. It's Halloween. Exactly. Everybody's going to go. I'm going to go and watch the third one. And and I felt this one was a complete waste of time. Yeah. Well, I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go see the third one. We know we'll all go and see Halloween Gen Z, won't we? <laughs> we'll all be watching it we can't resist it <laughs> very good very good you heard it here first yeah. you heard it here first I mean like I say I mean I'm conscious of uh, of the time and, uh, and what uh, you've got to go um, and, and do some stuff Ryan and I know so I mean has anyone got any closing thoughts on the film Any anything else you want to discuss because uh, I, or, or are you just sick of the sight of it well here we go so so uh because i've been very negative on the film which hurts me because you guys know how much i love horror films Mm -hmm. and so um so i do want to end on a positive note okay so we have this low point and very few are going to argue that except for except for joe over real spoilers he loves this film i didn't listen to the episode they dropped today but he loves this film so i am dying to know how and why so i need to go listen to their show so um so he's the only one i know that really likes it so here's our here's our positive here's our positive note yeah you know maybe what we have you know with looking towards halloween ends is maybe halloween ends it's gonna be our dream warriors because even though i like nightmare on elm street 2 freddy's revenge i do like it dream it was a low point um, in retrospect, we've been able to read more into it and can appreciate the homoeroticism and whatnot, but it is, I mean, it's, it's a low point. So Dream Warriors comes back and is just as good, and some people argue is even better than the original. I, I talked about Dream Warriors today with uh, Gidget Von LaRue over at the Retro Cinema Podcast. We had a blast talking about Dream Warriors. So that's, you know, maybe what we have with Ints. You know, we have this low point here with, with, uh, with Kills. And maybe the third one will be our dream warriors. 
And you know, we're all going to like tell people when they watch this trilogy, you know, you just got to power through the second one because the third one is phenomenal. And so maybe we will have, you know, outstanding characters, plot and story. Uh, and so here's hoping that the final film in the trilogy will have the soul of the original, but still take us to new places. Fingers crossed. Do you think he'd be supernatural? No. No? You're not going to do that? He's got go down to die. Okay. No, David Gordon Green has already said that Halloween Ends is going to be, quote, about particular politics. Right. So we already know what Halloween Ends is probably going to be. Okay. Right. You, so then, Mark? Yeah. Go on. I've got, mate. No, I've just got, it lacks suspense. Very thin story, if any at all, but some really good on-screen kills. Just about better than average for me. Right. Okay. I mean, we do score it, Ryan, as you know, out of 100. Um, I'm interested, mate. I mean, dive in. What, what are you going to give it out of 100? I'm going to give it a 33. 33. Wow. Wow. I honestly didn't think I'd be having this conversation with uh, with Ryan no. about a, a, a Halloween <laughs> film that he didn't like. That's no, and I hate up. it. I really did. When <laughs> we were talking about doing this, I was so excited. It's like, oh, my God. I just, I'm excited for the movie. I can't wait to talk about it with two of my favorite podcasters. And I, I really was looking forward to it. And when I saw it at the press screening, I was like, oh boy, <laughs> this is not going how I thought it, how I thought it would. I can tell you though, what is the best horror film of 2021? And it is Antlers. Antlers was phenomenal. Was it? Best oh. horror film of 2021 and my favorite horror film in the last few years. Well, I mean, it is incredible. We haven't got that so, yet. So horror may have had a low point with Candyman and Quiet Place 2 and Saw, whatever the hell, Spiral. But Antlers has come in to save the day. Oh. So, we'll keep so an there eye is, yes, so, uh, so definitely go watch Antlers. Okay. What you got there, Mike? I've got 54. Okay. All right. 54. There was enough. I mean, I've got that sort of bit of side to me like you that I just like Gordon Kills. Yeah. So there was enough of that for me. Um, but in the thing of a story. Okay. I mean, I've got 65. Yeah. Whoa. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, it's probably. You're, you got a D in my class. It's, it's probably. That's, uh... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I liked. I, I liked. <laughs> I can put up with the mob bits because in amongst it. The breaks give me the brutal kill. So as they're doing the mob bit in the in the hospital, we get the the good bit where he jumps out the window, and we get the good uh, obviously his brains all over the place. We get him going and finishing off the uh, uh, little John and Big John, um, and in between that, it gives me enough to uh, to satisfy my mm -hmm. my need for for the gore and the kill. So um, if it had been a massive long or lots of kills at the start and then a massive long bit without them it wouldn't have been as much but yeah. I think that I can get by all of that even though I hated that that yeah. mob mentality bit I did hate it but uh, there you go it's probably one of my favourite ones Jesus I'd <laughs> love to get a 65 out of you for some homework films <laughs> well all we got to do is give me a load with uh, with people getting their eyes gouged out on that yeah. then, mate. you know what I mean I just thought that those bits were fun yeah. were fun I mean they're clearly not but uh, <laughs> for those but yeah that's brilliant brilliant well, I really enjoyed that Ryan thanks so much for giving up your time again oh, um, of course I you know uh, you guys know I make time for you so uh, yeah so I mean I'm sure that we're not going to yeah. wait for the next Halloween film I'm sure we'll have you on again <laughs> for uh, for something let's just try and avoid 
um, Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, and Halloween films <laughs> next time and get you on to, to choose something different. So, yeah. so do you want to let people know, mate, how people can get hold of uh, you personally and your amazing podcast, Skipcom for the Crowd? Sure. Uh, you can interact with me on Twitter at RLTerry1. You can interact with Forza Crowd on Twitter at Forza Crowd Pod. Uh, Forza Crowd is available on uh, about every podcatching platform, even Amazon Music. That's a relatively new one for us, I think. We're on this that season. Yeah, we're on so, that. Amazing. Uh, so yeah. So you can. So you got. So you can listen to it there. Yeah. Check out uh, the the promos and uh, its uh, trailer. And you know Spotify, Apple, and you know whatever else you can listen to uh, listen to season two, and um, so yeah, so uh, please uh, you know uh, you know hit me up. Yeah, I'd love to love to interact with you, and I love interacting with you guys. Two of my favorite people, and I'm so so glad to have been able to share this time with you guys, even though it's maybe not the conversation that we thought we were going to have. But regardless, got to spend some time together. Thank you for uh, staying up a little bit later. And uh, Mark, I saw you got your power nap earlier. Uh, so uh, I'm uh, I'm heading off to figure skating practice from here. So my night's not even over. Um, but it's a uh, highlight of my day getting to spend time with you guys. No, thank you so much for giving up yours. And by the time everyone's heard this... I've listened to episode one of season two. <laughs> I'll give you an update tomorrow. It's it's on my playlist. Excellent. So thank you very much, then, mate. Please enjoy your uh, your weekend, Ryan, and we look thank forward you. to speaking to you soon. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank. Thank you very much for having me. And like seriously, antlers so good. So I gotta get going. See you guys. See ya. Bye. 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 Okay, that was great, wasn't it? Oh, it's always nice to talk to Ryan. Isn't it, it is. Yeah. I wonder when. I don't know when the next film's out. Maybe is it Halloween next year? Maybe Halloween we'll do it Halloween next year. next year. Or perhaps we'll do it in November. Yeah. But maybe we'll uh, get Ryan on again. Yeah. Great. Well, really we've got to finish it off when we Halloween ends. We've got to do it. Yeah, you have indeed. So, um, okay then, mate. Yeah. You said anything else? I have, mate. I have. I've watched um, Devil's Rejects. Okay. Really enjoyed that again. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. I watched in the hospital car park with the missus. We re- I've never seen that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we rewatched Joker. All right. Whilst we was waiting for the five and a half hours to be did seen. You? 84 on that, mate. Right, okay. 84, did yeah. like that one. And then we watched Allegiant, which is the uh, next one in the series from Divergent with Little and. Right. And past our 11 plus today. We well oh, well done, well done. Um, 74 on that one, mate. I'm really enjoying You them. are liking them. Yeah, I am. You? I'm not, I mean, they get beasted. People right. don't like them. Do you have and, yourself down as a as a teen, young adult? Possibly. Right. I'm really enjoying them. Okay. But that's it. Well, actually... Rather than having a nap, I've also watched American Wealth in London. Tonight. Oh, right. Okay. Shouldn't have done that. Should have had a nap. <laughs> Might be able to get some words out. Right. <laughs> it's not helping me, mate. I tell you. <laughs> so uh, I saw uh, What Happens in Vegas. Yep. Have you seen that? Mm, Cameron Diaz. And, yes. Um, Cashton Kutcher. Yeah. Yeah. 62 is all right. It's all right, yeah. funny. You know what I mean? Uh, Alien v Predator Requiem. Okay. 33. Ooh. It's a bit shit, isn't it? You're not seeing it. No, you're not. I forgot how poo that was, yep. got to be honest. And then I went to the cinema, I went to the light again, yep. and I saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, that looked great, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a film of wigs. Okay. Uh, weirdly, uh, Woody Harrelson's got hair. 
Okay. Uh, it's very, very weird to watch. Yeah. And uh, Stephen Graham wears a really weird wig. Has okay. he gone bald or something? I don't really know. I don't think he's got much hair anyway. Has he not? He's got quite a receding right, hair. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, he wears a wig. It's clearly a wig. It's really weird. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I've got 42 Ooh. on it. It, it wasn't that good, no, but it was imagine. nice. It was nice to be out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it wasn't that good. I didn't like the first one, but I actually like this one a little bit less. I think. Mm. I don't think it was that good at all. It's one of the one of the franchise that really should have been eighteen, yeah. as we've mentioned before. All right, so no homework this week. No, just quickly tell us what we're doing. I've got you given you, mate, the guilty, the yeah. new one yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, and you've given me. Something I can't remember. <laughs> Sicario. Sicario, yes. <laughs> so uh, so we'll talk about those next week. Yeah. Brilliant. Exciting, okay. isn't it? It is exciting, yeah. So in true movie drone mm-hmm. style, yep. um, well, what are we doing next week on Halloween when the episode gets released on Halloween? Uh, we're doing a sci-fi film, mate. <laughs> June. The new June. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it all up, I? <laughs> well, let's just blame the cinema yeah. timings that Halloween's yeah. come out a week before June yeah, and we can yeah. work it round. Yeah. It is indeed. So, yeah, so we're going to do June. Yeah. Not June. Dune. 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 Okay, so uh, I'm looking forward to that one. I've yeah. got to be honest. Um, I like the original. Yeah. I made you watch it, didn't you I? You did. There we go. Right. Yeah. So, mate, um, do you want to reiterate our people can contact us on social media? Absolutely. They can get us on Twitter. Or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Please do. So, uh, yeah, thank you again to Ryan. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you to you, mate. No, thank you for staying up, mate. No worries. Thank you to all the people in Portsmouth. <laughs> again, <laughs> I love great. you all. <laughs> You're great. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to go say goodbye there, mate? Yeah, goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Right, I've got five shit ones. Right. Give me a number between one and five. Four. Four. I was going to buy a coffin this week, mate, but it's the last thing I'll need. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well save the rest. <laughs>